I'm getting old, oh, oh. just getting old, just getting old, just getting old. All right, so welcome to another episode of This Is Getting Old. I am your host, John, and with me today I have my co-host... Clark in the house. Clark is in your house in Georgia. In Georgia. Now, before we get started, I just, I know this is a very important topic to you. And I just want to say to the listeners, I know, I know a good bit about this subject, but um, it's for sure in John's wheelhouse. Like this is, this is like the zenith of his existence. I don't know about that, but um, this is super important to him. And this will be, be a lot more of, of John saying, this is happening. This is what's up, blah, blah, blah. And me being like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Because he'll be teaching me something too. Just want to throw that out there. Well, I will say this. When we first started talking about all the stuff that we wanted to record, all the stuff that we wanted to discuss, talk about, uh, top tens, uh, favorites of this, favorites of that, we always talked about Kevin Smith movies. Yeah, Kevin Smith. um, Even before I knew who Kevin Smith was, I, you know, we'd, we've all seen Jane Silent Bob movies, right? If you didn't dive into them, right? Um, you may have seen Clerks and not didn't know a whole lot about the guy. But you know what? Today you're gonna learn a lot. Yeah, uh, I guess let me just start by saying this before we jump in. Uh, Kevin Smith is literally the reason why we have a podcast right now. Yeah, it is one of the biggest inspirations for me. It, I've listened to his podcast since I started listening to podcasts back in like 2012. And just simply listening to his Fat Man on Batman and just him getting really into it. Like, oh, I really love Batman. Kevin Smith seems to really enjoy it. And not realizing it until later in life that, oh my gosh, he references it all the time in all of his movies, all his podcasts. It's one of his biggest inspirations. So to, just to see this guy who... I mean, he was a clerk. That's your little lead in there. He was a clerk at a gas station or at a convenience store, and he ended up making the movie Clerks. Okay, but before we get into anything, I um, sort of want to test John's knowledge. Not really test his knowledge, because I know he knows a whole lot just talking offline to him, but... I came across just kind of doing a little bit of research, and honestly, I didn't do as much research on this one as I do on some, only because I knew he would clearly lead this conversation one million percent. Um, but I do have eight questions here that I want to ask and see if he knows the answer to. All right, hit me up. The first one, um, and some of these it will be kind of foreshadowing what we'll be talking about anyway, um, so you'll hear some of this will be kind of repeated later. Um, okay, number one. What is Kevin Smith's daughter's name, and where did it come from? Well, uh, I, I won't go into... I know the whole story, unfortunately, because he talks about it in every episode of the podcast at times. We'll but, make it quick. Um, his daughter's name is Harley Quinn. Number two, Kevin Smith owns a comic book store. What is the name of the store, and where is it located? Uh, the comic book store is... Uh, Jalen Silent Bob's Secret Stash, and it is located in Red Bank, New Jersey. As as we keep moving forward, I'm looking like he's looking right at me. He's not looking at he's not looking at notes, or I mean, he's gonna know all these easy. Okay, number three, 
in the View Askew universe, which is, of course, Kevin Smith's fic- fictional universe where some of his films and series just take place and that kind of thing. Um, where does Mallrats take place? Um, it takes place in a mall. <laughs> where, where, where in the universe does it fit? Right. So, which movies that come before or after? I know that's a joke. I get you, but you know this. Uh, um, What's well, weird because it, I'm not exactly sure on that answer. Just because I believe it comes after Clerks, but at the same time, um, it's weird because where do you put it in the line of? Ben Affleck movies, because in this movie he plays the douchebag from uh, Fashionable Male. Okay, so um, this is actually, if you go to, I think it was IMDB, just trivia, so I hope it's right. Mm-hmm. Um, this says it takes exactly one, Mallrats takes place exactly one day before Clerks. Okay, okay. Exactly one day before Clerks. Okay, I, I figured you, dang, I can't believe you missed that no, one. No, that's, that, no, that's <laughs> something that's new to me. Unless I'm wrong. I, my research could be wrong. I have no idea. Okay, number four. Brody, Banky, Azrael, I may say that wrong, Azrael and Lance are all characters that exist in a, uh, a Skewniverse, in the Skewniverse. Mm-hmm. Which actor plays all four? Oh, I can't think of his name, but he was in, um, uh, it's, I think it's called yeah. Dreamcatcher? It's a uh, Stephen King movie. He was. That's funny you say that. So that is uh, Jason Lee. You could have Jason easily Lee, said yes. that. Um, my name is Earl. One in that. One in that series. Yeah, that, that's true. That's funny. Dream. We. Can, that's a good idea. We should do an episode on Stephen King because I really like Dreamcatcher. It's funny you brought that up. Oh yeah, that's. I would love to get into Stephen King stuff. Okay, so um, got that one right. Okay, so number five. Uh, where did Kevin and his wife Jennifer get married? Uh, it was on George Lucas's ranch. Yep, the Skywalker Ranch. The Skywalker Ranch. Were, uh, I think he was Dogma, if I'm not mistaken. Isn't that cool, though, to get married there? That's bananas. Oh, yeah, that'd be amazing. Okay, in 2003, Kevin Smith, and this is number six, in 2003, Kevin Smith purchased his home in Hollywood Hills from which famous actor? Ben Affleck. That'd be one Ben Affleck. Okay, number seven. This is a A, B, C, or D answer. This okay. is this is me trying to. Tr- I figured you'd get all these right up to now, and I was going to try to trick you. So, okay. okay, for his movies, he's won various awards. That is Kevin Smith, of course. Um, which which of the following has he not won? A MTV Movie Award, um, a Cannes Film Festival Award, a Sundance Film Festival Award, and an, or an Independent Spirit Award. I'll just go with MTV just because he seems to be a festival guy, so this, I couldn't tell you. This is where I'm a d- kid, and it's, the answer is none of the above. He's won all of them. So oh, okay. I, to, I figured by at this point you'd have all of these right, and oh, I was no. trying to. I was, I was trying to find him, like, well, he's an indie, indie guy at heart, so festivals always make sense. So the MTV, uh, MTV Movie Award, he won um, the Orbit Dirtiest Mouth Moment for Clerks 2. Um, oh. Kane's Film Festival, he won an award for Clerks. Uh, Sundance, it was um, the Filmmaker's Trophy for Clerks. And then the Indie Award was uh, for Best Screenplay for Chasing Amy. Okay. Right. Okay, so Kevin Smith has appeared, this is number eight, has appeared in two video games. Can you name them? Uh, one's a Lego game. Lego Batman, there you go, you got that Le- one. Yeah, Lego Batman. Um, 
other one's a cameo, so it's kind of, kind of, it's not like a full playable character. So then you're not counting the Jay and Silent Bob video game that they made? No, no, he, like, he, he, he as Kevin Smith. Oh, okay, then no, yeah. I couldn't tell you then. But you got the Lego one, right? So I, that's really, that's, yeah. that's crazy. The other one is, um, in Call of Duty, um, Infinite Warfare, Zombies Mode, he plays himself, um, as a map cameo. Okay. So I was trying to trick That's, you because you, you, I just know you know so much. The Lego one I know for sure because it has, like, Jim Lee and, like, it has just crazy amount of, like, their comic book creators in there. And he was, he's actually, uh, he's written for Batman comics as well as Green, uh, Green uh, Arrow. Well, as I knew, you would definitely kill this. So good job, man. Proud of you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, um, I guess let me just say before we really jump into the episode, uh, Kevin Smith films tend to be very raunchy or uh, very foul, um, but you know we're going to do the best we can to keep it as minimal as possible. I mean, when you have someone like Jay, it's 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 hard to you know keep it chill. That's very very true. Even though in recent years. Um, Jason Mewes is um, cleaned up now, right? And, and he, yeah, yeah, I think if it's not nine, I think he's just over eight years sober. Wow, yeah. So recent years he's sober. That's pretty cool. Pretty good for him. Yeah, yep. It's uh, which if you ever listen to, I, I'm going to be spout just so everybody knows. I'm going to be spouting constant podcasts out there. But if you listen to Jay and Silent Bob get old, he actually is a podcast where they talk about his sobriety and how many you know how he's gone through it but it's also them just shooting the poop at each other tried i try i'm I'm doing my best (laughs) you can say dookie or doo-doo yeah (laughs) um so i guess let me just start with this have you seen the original clerks i have uh what did you think of it um, I, I saw. See, my problem with Clerks was I saw it before I could. I was I was younger and I, I couldn't appreciate it. So I've only seen it once. I never went back and, and watched it. Oh um, wow! Okay. But I've seen Clerks too, in, in older 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 years. Oh yeah. So yeah. So um, tell me what your thoughts about it. I mean, I, I love the fact that again, it's. I think he was twenty at the time when he filmed it, uh, like straight out of film school. Uh, he got one of his. Uh, pal Scott Mosier be, to be his producer. Uh, I mean, he was literally just as a clerk and then asking his boss at that store, hey, can we close shop at nighttime? We'll shoot everything and then we'll play it again. And, you know, they got permission. So he was doing, like, a work shift and then staying, recording and filming everything we were doing and then staying and then doing another work shift. So the guy was just constantly working yeah yeah that's crazy you know because they're working at night it's gonna be dark out and they the idea is it's supposed to be taking place right in the first thing in the morning all the way throughout the day and you can't really show that when it's nighttime outside so they decided to do it in black and white to hide the actual like lighting and you see i I feel like part of why you asked is you know i'm not a big black and white movie guy mm-hmm. um, that is why exactly why i asked but i guess most of my not liking black and white movies would be more just like i don't like old black and white movies i don't like the old feel i don't like the old acting um and clerks from what i remember i really got to go back now and watch but I, I enjoyed it i thought it was i mean i thought it was way over my head for sure 
you know. And then, plus, once you learn who his friends are uh, later in life by watching, like, Comic Book Men on AMC, which has now been canceled, but every episode is on Amazon Prime, uh, if you go back and watch that, you see guys like uh, Walter Flanagan played four different characters in that movie. Oh, wow. Uh, he plays, like, the crazy guy who inspects every egg. He, he plays a guy who's extremely offense, offended by the, uh, the language that they use in the movie. Like, it's, it's hilarious. So it just, just you, when you go back and see, like, he uses his own friends in these movies constantly. Yeah, I think when, um, well, I know we'll get, we'll get to Mallrats and some of that in a minute, but I, I feel like after I watched, I watched Mallrats and I watched Chasing Amy in that order, kind of a few months apart i was like mm-hmm. what is this because a lot of the same actors but they have their i guess not all of them are different characters but most of them are um well let's <laughs> let's jump into mall rats because okay. mall rats um like you said in chasing amy like uh the character brody uh jason lee he switches over and he's he's a different character but it's He's still got the same stigma of he's the comic book guy. He's in love with comic books, and now in Chasing Amy, he was the comic book creator. Then Mallrats, he was like he was like a like like a slacker, like a slob kind of um, mm-hmm. funny and intelligent, but like he lived at the mall, right? Um, yes. But I feel like in Chasing Amy, he at least had his together. I'm sorry, had his crap together a little bit. So you're doing this to me. I don't even oh, cuss. You're the first one. I didn't cuss today. Hey, by first. the way, I have, we had a bet. I just lost $100. Okay, not really, but we should, we should have. We should have. But I, before we jump more into it, I will say, how familiar are you with Jay and Silent Bob? So, like, in, just in general? I mean, I, I really like, I like I like Jane Silent Bob. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I'm I'm familiar enough to know um, a good bit about him. Not as familiar as you, for sure. No, yeah, of course. Um, I mean, the the funny thing is, Kevin Smith originally was supposed to play Randall, the very mouthy video uh, store guy in the okay. movie Clerks, and. He honestly wrote it and then got too nervous. Like he, he felt like he didn't have the chops. Oh really? So he created the character Silent Bob, to which he says one line in the entire movie. Right. And I think that's the running joke was that he nope. doesn't say anything. And yet if you Opposite. listen to his podcast, the guy can't shut up. He always has something to say. Um, so it's But even in even in Clerks, was he wasn't he supposed to not even say anything and, and then they added that one line or whatever. Yeah, I think what he so, said. yeah. It's just it's funny. It gives it gives Silent Bob a little bit of a like a philosophical kind of character to him. Right, right. You know, Jay and Silent Bob they move over to Mallrats, as you said, uh, according to the trivia. Um, it takes place one day before uh, Clerks. Him and him and Mall uh, and Jay and Silent Bob in Mallrats is absolutely amazing. Like they're the like the losers, stoners that everybody knows. Everybody in that that show just goes, "Oh, what's up, Silent Bob?" Like they all know who these guys are, and it's funny that they're obviously like a mainstay for that town. It was funny is like they, I guess you would say the characters are losers, stoners. But if you're watching it and you're, I mean, you're a let's just be honest. I was, I think I was probably in early high school when I first saw it. Like. They were so cool to me. You know what I mean? Like, they're the loser stoners of the town, but they were so freaking cool. 
was like, oh my gosh, these guys are amazing. Yeah, it wasn't until later on that you realized, uh, you know, Jay had his issues with actual real drugs. Yeah, that that made it a little sadder <laughs> when you go back yeah. and watch some of the older movies. Right. But um, I've only actually seen Chasing Amy once. Same. Yeah, it's and it's been years, and I own the movie, and I just haven't seen it in years. But I, the funny thing is, it brings a character like I said, Ben Affleck, um, who has been in several Kevin Smith movies. He played the douchebag in Fashionable Male, and in this movie, he plays a. I believe he's a. Uh, I think he plays the writer for the comic book. I believe you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. So it's just a fun little carryover where he brings the same actors, and he seems very loyal with when he creates a character. He's like he keeps his friends in mind before anything else, which is really cool. Because you got to remember again, like you said, he came from. Um, I mean, he was working at, at. I mean, he was a clerk, right? Mm-hmm. He came from. I mean, humble beginnings, right? And now he and he he stuck to what he enjoyed. He was very loyal, and here we are. Um, so uh, on top of that, you also had, I'm trying to pull up his IMDB so I'm not jumping around too much. Do you happen to know what was after Chasing Amy? There's a bunch of them. I don't. Okay, I'm trying to pull this up IMDB. My Chrome is a little slow. Um, Jersey Girl? No. It, it either was Jersey Girl or it was, hold on. Actually, I may have to I did, again, I did less research than usual for this because I just knew you're going to lead everything. All right, director. So it's Clerks, Mall Rats, Chasing Amy, Dogma. Oh, Dogma. So okay. Dogma, which uh, for a lot of people don't know, it actually is about you know two angels and everything like that. They have Jane Silent Bob bringing back uh, into the series. You also have my personal favorite thing: Alanis Morissette plays God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to this yeah. day, I'll always remember that. And, uh, you know, Se- uh, Severus Snape plays the angel Gabriel. <laughs> rest, is, rest in peace. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's a great movie. It's um, awful if you're a Catholic. I'm just saying that now. So you probably would not appreciate that movie. But um, And there were a lot, there's a lot of Catholic pushback on that movie. Oh, yeah. Um, then you jump into Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, which... I can honestly tell you, everybody that voted on the poll um, that we had out there uh, basically said Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back was their favorite Kevin Smith movie. And that's fine. I disagree, but I, but I, I, I get it. I understand why. Oh, yeah. I, t- I totally understand why. I mean, it's the one that put the characters of Jay and Silent Bob on the map. It, it, to me, it's the first movie I ever saw of Kevin Smith. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. You know, so my favorite is Mallrats, and it, it came because my, that was my first I ever saw. Um, and it was really an impressionable time in my life. It was early high school. Yeah, see, it, it helps. You're just a little bit older than I am, so um, Mallrats for you came out in 95, so I was only five years old. So, like, it's. Why did I watch it when it came out? Oh, yeah. I, mean, I was I in high school that. in 95. Okay. No, it's just one of those things that, like, it came out in 95, so I didn't know about it until. After Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, I got into those characters. Um, I looked them up online, and sure enough, I was like, oh, they have other movies. So that's when I kind of got more into that. Um, then you jumped into uh, 
Jersey Girl, um, which I've never watched. Jersey Girl. Same. Okay, I thought you were gonna I've tell heard, me it's, it's actually really no, good. I've heard, I've heard too many people make fun of Jersey Girl, including Kevin Smith. Right. So I'm just like, yeah, screw it. I'm not gonna jump into that. Um, but then Clerks Two came out, and Clerks Two. I, this is the only part that I'm willingly gonna cuss because this is one of my favorite quotes of the entire movie. Was um, the, the guy walks up to uh, Jay and goes, "Is that a Bible?" And he's like, "It's the holy fucking Bible, man!" <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of my favorite quotes from that entire movie. That's funny. But then they get into the discussion of the Lord of the Rings and everything like that, and Star Wars, and that's. That's where I carry that over to this podcast. So that's another inspiration that I brought over right. to us. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, uh, okay, so then I, I actually mentioned this as well. So other than the movies, um, because then I'm just going to th- throw these out here real quick. He did uh, Zach and Mary make a porno. Hilarious. Didn't do that well in the box office. Now, I'll also mention this. A lot of his movies didn't do great in the box office. Right, yeah, no, it was, it was after you had the occult following, and... Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a very niche market as well. It's hard to find a group of people that just love just raunchy, offensive movies. But it's out there. They're out there. The stoner the stoner. Oh, crew. for sure. Um, then he had Red State, which, whew, I've only seen part of Red State, but it is nuts. It kind of goes to to like that Baptist church kind of crazy people like that uh, what's that crazy Baptist church out in the east I don't know crazy Baptist church yeah I am not sure uh, hold on Westboro Westboro Baptist church okay I've heard what, what, what is that I've heard of Westboro uh, they're the absolutely insane people who when Hurricane Sandy was coming um, they blamed all the gays oh, uh, existing for that hurricane hitting them. And I was like, oh my god, can you say that? <laughs> Probably shouldn't. <laughs> so, um, they're one of those crazy people that just, they say literally what's on their mind. Right. Are they, They're the ones, um, too, that have, they always show up at, like, and pick it, and, like, make, make commotion at that, you know, at events uh, that they, they, they're offended by or whatever. They're, they're usually at the first in line, yeah. Yeah, I got you. But then, he, he, after two, that, that was 2011. After that, he kind of went quiet. He didn't do a lot of stuff. Um, he did do the re- show Reaper. He did the uh, uh, one episode. He did the pilot back in 2007. Um, it's a decent show. It didn't. I don't think it lasted that long. I think it was only like two years. Um but he went on hiatus for a while, and I think Red State kind of put him away. And that's when, really, the podcast started coming in. Right, and so the podcast, are we, are we going to talk about those on this episode? Yeah, go ahead. Go. We'll just talk about the basic ones that you and I listened to, because um, you just listened to one today. I listened to my very first um, Smodcast, um, and I know you probably know there's... There's an order of when he did. I went to the web, basically I googled Kevin Smith podcasts. He's got a website mm-hmm. and you can scroll down and like basically it's kind of a portal to all of his different themed podcasts, right? Um, yeah, if you go to like smodcast.com, 
that's where it'll pop up everything that either he has been on or it, he has been attached to. And so I just literally just listened to it. was like a 406th episode, and it was the most recent one. Um, and I'm going to really butcher this girl's name. She's she's had a several Netflix um, episodes, or yeah, Netflix uh, like hour specials. Um, it's like Eliza Sh- Schlesinger. Boop. I don't know. Something. It's Eliza for sure. The first. The first name. Um, yeah. And she says she seemed funny. She seemed. I think she's in her thirties, maybe. Um, and so I, I don't know anything about her, but she was funny on the episode. Um, and and yeah, Kevin Smith for like every other word out of his mouth was the f word. Just just <laughs> in, just interviewing her. And I know that there's usually another another person with him who wasn't there. Yeah, Scott Mosier was the other host oh, yeah. of that show. Um, he actually has been away because he is actually one of the guys making the movie The Grinch for Illumination. He actually works for Illumination. Okay. But yeah, so I mean, it was. But it was, I mean, it was. It was funny. It was informative. Kevin Smith uses big words. I mean, he's he's not like a. Like lucky where to be where he is. He's a smart guy. He's he really smart. Most, he is the most high, foul-mouthed, intelligible person I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I agree just from listening to the one podcast, and of course, you know a lot more about him and her than I do. But yeah, that was the first time I've really heard. I've heard, I've seen interviews, um, but that was the first. Mm-hmm. Like this is on his stage on his time. Um, just being himself as much as he can, and yeah, dude, just just in just talking, man. He's you can tell his IQ is really high. Yeah. Um, so, outside of Smodcast, which you've heard, um, he also has uh, Hollywood Babylon with uh, Ralph Garman. Ralph Garman has been in several Family Guy episodes. If you've never heard of him, uh, he actually is going to be on the show Orville. It's on Fox. Oh yeah, um, he he's plays the bartender on the on the on the spaceship. So uh, if you've never heard of him, there um, he's been in a couple other movies. Like he's played the Nazi a Nazi bratwurst in the movie uh, uh, Yoga Hosers that just came out two years ago, I think. Yeah, I haven't seen that one, but yeah, I know I know what you're talking about. Uh, I mean, you might want to go in high when you're watching that one. I'm just saying. It's been a what long time since I've done that, but I'll, maybe I will for that. <laughs> I've, I can honestly say I've never smoked weed. But yeah, me too. Mom and dad, mom and dad are listening, so I never yeah. have either. <laughs> but uh, that would make probably the watching of that movie better. Doesn't that make Office movies better? I mean, not that they're bad, but uh, gotta yeah. imagine it's gotten a lot of flack. Let's go with okay. that. Um, then you also have, uh, he had Fatman on Batman, but over time, I'll actually jump into this, he had a heart attack, uh, what, 10 months ago or so? Yeah, it was, it was within the year, or like late last year. Yeah, he was doing a live show, and after the first, he was supposed to do two shows, and after the first show, he just kind of wasn't feeling good, so he decided to lay down, and honestly, he didn't. He didn't know he was having a heart attack. Right. He literally just thought he was feeling sick. And uh, he ended up having the heart attack. And one of the things his doctor told him to do, or that probably saved his life, was the fact that he was high at the time. And it helped his heart rate 
you know, stay low. Isn't that so crazy? So he wasn't freaking out. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah, so he probably um, was, he's probably having yeah. one of these, like, I'm not feeling well. And he's like, man, this could be bad. But he's like, oh, I'm just paranoid. I'm just par- I'm high. <laughs> I'm just paranoid. And then it ended up being, it could have been the big one. Yeah. Um, it actually yeah. probably was because the heart attack that he had, it's known as the Widowmaker. Only 20% of uh, people actually survive it. And so you know, you know, he was already—he'd already lost some weight from, I mean, years before. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was down like a hundred pounds from what he was just, you know, a few years before yeah, he, that. I, th- I think what it was is he cut sugar from his diet, and so he lost, you know, fifty to a hundred pounds. I don't know what it was, but uh, I think the most recent episode of Hollywood Babylon that I listened to from this week, he is at like two. 05 or something like that? Yeah. Since the heart attack, he's lost almost 60 pounds. Yeah, so he'd already, he'd, he was already on a little bit of a diet. Not that he was going hardcore, I guess. He, but And then after the heart attack, like he really... He, what is he, full vegan now? He's vegan without liking vegetables. <laughs> so what's he eat, just like wheat thins? Uh, he found out peanut butter and jelly is vegetarian, so he goes <laughs> to town on that. Okay. Um, uh, there's another... He's, there's a restaurant that he goes to. I don't remember the name of it, but he... He's a big advocate for it, so yeah. but he's a Weight Watchers guy, so okay. You know the, that's been going pretty well for him. All right, so Weight Watchers, if you guys want to sponsor this this podcast, we're all we're all we're all ears. Just I, absolutely. Touch. I'll go on Weight Watchers for for a for a, a sponsorship. Uh, we're list, we're waiting we're waiting for that response. Come on. <laughs> um. But honestly, yes, he used to be called Fat Man on Batman, where he actually brought in guys from the original series or a comic book artist or uh, people from the movies or where they would re- watch a mu- movie and actually like talk over the movie. It was kind of like a commentary. Um, then he brought in Mark Bernardin, who uh, is a writer who actually wrote for the uh, TV show on Hulu right now. Oh, what is it called? It's the K- Stephen King uh, show that's on Hulu right now. I can't think of it off the top of my head. That's not the um, the Mist, is it? No, 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 no. That's no. a different. That's, show. Okay. I think that's Netflix. Okay. Um. Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head, but it, I, it's been getting crazy good reviews. Um, and he wrote for that. Um, they decided to change the name because now he is no longer fat. So it is now called Fat Man Beyond. There we go. A little nod, a little nod to Batman Beyond. Cool. So that's that's always cool. Um, but then you know he also has um, some of his friends that have been in his movies. Uh, they are on Tell Him Steve Dave, which is reference to Mallrats. There we go. Mar- the my favorite, Mallrats. Oh yeah. Uh, then they have. Um, I believe it's called. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. I think it's called uh, "I Sell Comics," where it's uh, Mike Zapsick from Comic Book Men, as well as uh, Ming Chen from Comic Book Men. They have their own podcast. Occasionally, they bring in actual like writers and everything like that. I haven't listened to it in years. I'm not gonna lie. I was just looking um, the Hulu. Okay, let's see. Oh, he that okay? He premiered his own series. The spoiler spoilers. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. That was yes, yes. Twenty twelve. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's. I don't remember the thing off the top of my head. Uh, but then he also. I already mentioned it. Uh, JMU's 
Jamie Hughes and uh, Silent Bob Get Old. That's, again, one of the things I brought to the podcast. Uh, he is called Jay and, Silent Bob, Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. It's where I got the idea of this is getting old for the podcast. There we go. Now it all makes sense to the listeners. So, as you can tell, um, like I listen to other podcasts, and they've given me good encouragement to do this show, but honestly, Kevin Smith, with all the stuff that he's done, that's really been my inspiration to keep keep doing and keep chugging it out. So, Kevin, also, if you, Kevin Smith, and this is to you, if you want to come on the podcast, we'll definitely um, carve you, we'll pencil you in somewhere, and maybe we'll get to you, but hopefully we'll get, we'll get there. <laughs> that's not, that's not true. If he, if he called, I would take it and I would record it with him immediately. Sorry, sorry, I don't care if you even jump in. <laughs> hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. Um, but I guess, let me just jump into this real quick. Um, he also has done some movies recently. Like I said, hasn't gone completely uh, you know, all thumbs up. Let's go with that. However, it's him, his own money, it's his he wants to do it himself. This is his indie stuff again. It's no longer with Miramax or anybody like that. It's it's he wants to do this. And the first one is called Tusk. Yeah, that was uh, 2014. Uh, yeah, Tusk is... What if we made a guy become a walrus? That's literally the concept. Isn't there a story behind where he had got the, uh, the idea from... Well, he actually got it on. They were just talking about it on Smodco or at Smodcast, and he was talking about it and everything like that. And all of a sudden, halfway through, he's like, "It's like, yeah, I would love to see a movie where they turn a guy into a walrus and then realize that you know they're not going to do that. No one's ever going to make that movie." And he stopped and be like, "I should make that movie." (laughs) So he just, it's like, you know, if nobody's going to do it, it has to be me. So he just went and made his own movie. See, that's what I'm talking about. This, this, he, wouldn't it be cool to be able to do that? Absolutely. Like you and I have some offline. We have some crazy ideas, and it's like let's just make that into a movie, and then be successful at it. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Um, but then he also did Yoga Hosers, which hasn't been received well. But it is the first movie he ever had his daughter as the main character. Now he actually had. His daughter in a uh, in Tusk as a clerk, so it was kind of like a nice little throwback moment for him to make his own daughter, uh, you know, play a clerk in one of his movies. But now she actually gets to play the, one of the main characters with Johnny Depp's daughter in Yoga Hosers. Oh, that's cool. So, oh, Harley Quinn Smith is now. Does she act? Is she an actress? Like, does she do other things? Or just kind of just with him? Uh, she. I, from what I've heard recently is she wants to get into acting. I know she did some movie with uh, Molly Ringwald this year <laughs> um, that came out, so I haven't seen it, but... See, my, my wife was listening just now, and she heard Molly Ringwald. She's like, what? What'd you say? <laughs> She's like, I, I, I'm, in, I'm in now. You know. Uh, 16 Candles? Yeah. She, she loves that. Pretty in Pink? And, yeah, of course. Uh, Breakfast Club. Sorry, I I don't know why that one took a long time. That was like yeah, that's probably the first one, but yeah. Um, but so I I will finish with this. He wants to finish one more Canadian movie for sure. And tell me 
if this interests you at all. I know it's in his IMDb, but it's not been made yet. I, I want your opinion on this. It's called Moose Jaws. Okay. And now <laughs> the concept is it's Jaws, but with a moose. <laughs> yeah, I did not do any research. I just that's news to me. That's funny. That is funny. Would you not not want to see that movie? Let me ask you that. Is he going to bring um, Jay and Silent Bob with it? I hope so. Okay, it's not going to be one of the like the indie like the side side gigs because I know indie bringing is, Silent. It is his indie side gig, but but I mean, it's, I, if he if you bring Jay and Silent Bob into it, I mean it's it's going to sell, you know. Oh, for sure. Um, but aren't they? But really, aren't they lined up for like one? Of, didn't, he, didn't he say like one of his next movies is bringing them back? So his next movie that has just uh, he literally just did the physical and the blood work and everything to get the insurance, the approval for this. He is the director, he is the writer, and he is the actor. Jay, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Wow, okay. So it has been approved, and I think they're going to start shooting in January. Okay, cool. Maybe so, maybe we'll head to um, Atlanta. Atlanta has a lot of a lot of movies have been shot in Atlanta right now, and it's because it's really cheap. It's really cheap. That's what all the Avengers movies have been doing at Dominar recently. That'd be I mean, cool. When you have a when you have a budget of three hundred fifty million dollars, yeah. you need to find somewhere to be cheap when you're recording. Three hundred fifty million, yeah. <laughs> now I'm not saying Jane Silent Bob will have a three hundred fifty million dollars, but I'm very excited to see this. It's it's uh, uh from the concept that I heard is they are the the Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back is about them taking their uh, Hollywood taking their characters from a comic book that has existed from Chasing Amy, and they are turning that into a movie. This movie is about they all these years later they're taking that movie and they're rebooting it. So now they have to go back to Hollywood to stop this movie from being made. Brilliant. <laughs> um. So I'm excited. I want to see this. Yeah, pretty same. Bad. Same. Um, the only other thing that, honestly, um, comic book men, it's great. I, I really enjoyed that, but it's more his friends. Um, you get to see, you know, Kevin Smith on there, but he's not the mainstay or the you know the main focus of that show. I will finish this with by saying one other thing. He has been approved that he is doing a secret project. And it's the biggest project he's ever worked on in his life. Uh -oh. It's not a Marvel thing, and it's not a DC thing, and it's not a Star Wars thing. I'll say that. Wow. But he said it's the largest project he's ever worked on, and he's very excited. So, um, so is he? Is that forward. what he's saying? So, like, he's not even telling us what it is. Correct. It was oh, okay. on his Instagram, and I read it. And I was like, "What the heck? What? What could he possibly be doing?" <laughs> and then he followed it up on the next episode of Holly uh, Hollywood Babylon, and he's like. All right, this is what it's not. And so he said, it's not Marvel, it's not Star Wars, it's not DC. So don't get your hopes up. Yeah. But, but if it's the biggest, it, I mean, that's still something, something to be excited big. about. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I'm pretty excited. I, I really want to see what he pulls out. And he said the one thing that he's really enjoyed is he's used to writing by himself and then not getting feedback. He doesn't like feedback because everyone wants to change his movies. And this is the first time ever now really? today's producers are now other writers they're not just rich men in suits right so when he you know wrote the script another writer comes up to him gets the feedback and goes 
you know, here's here's my changes. And he's like, oh, that's all you want changed? That's what we need to fix? Yeah, let's let's do it. And it's the most open he's been to a script or anything he's ever worked on. So wow. if this is his attitude going into this, I'm so excited to see what it's going to be. Dogma 2. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I don't think Ben Affleck's returning his phone calls anymore. Really? Is there a story behind that? I I don't think there really is a story behind that. I think Ben Affleck just got bigger. Was it what, what was it in where um is it uh Jan Silent Bob Strike Back where like they, they there's like a you know I'm about to, trying to get him and Damon, um uh Matt Damon are like yeah, when you owe someone a, a favor and you're in that movie when they like look at the camera it's like a five second pause. Yeah. It's like yeah. Right. I can see that being like not really in the script, and them doing that, then him like, oh, we're keeping that. Um, it's really funny because I think that's the movie they did. Um, in the beginning, he plays obviously again a character coming over from chasing Amy. He's one of the writers of the book, and he's telling him he's like, it's like who, who they who the heck they have playing Jay and Silent Bob? He's like. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It could be that guy Ben Affleck. You know, he seems to be in everything nowadays, and it's Ben Affleck saying that Ben Affleck could be playing yeah, his yeah. character. So now they're on the search to go find Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, and they're about to jump him right before the movie, the scene starts. And all of a sudden, you you hear the guy go, "All right, now shooting." Uh, oh, it was a Goodwill Hunting two. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Which, it's, again, one of my favorite lines from that movie is... Now how do you like them apples? I don't like the sound of them apples. Well, what are we going to do? Jackie? Yeah? It's hunting season. Applesauce. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's so good. I love that movie. So, I've I've spilled my blood on this podcast. Do you have anything else here you want to talk about? Just just if you haven't if you haven't seen Mallrats, you have to see it. Now I was again I was in in high school and or I was at the end of high school. Maybe even been the first year of college, and I just loved it. I mean, man, what 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 a good to me. That's the first one you need to watch to get into him. But that's me. Yeah, I actually just saw Mallrats two months ago. For the first time? No, no. Oh, no. I was like, wow. <laughs> I own Mallrats, Clerks, Clerks 2, Dogma, Chasing Amy, which I've never, I've watched once, and that was years ago, but I own it. Um, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. So that's a good question. So if you were, if someone was like, hey, I don't know anything about Kevin Smith, what? but I do want to get into Kevin Smith's movies, which one would you choose as like the gateway? Uh, yeah, if if it's not Mallrats, it'd be Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, just because it's a more modern one, it's, uh, what, 2001. It's not black and white, so that's always a good bonus for a lot of people just getting into it. But also, it's, um, it's just him and Jay just having fun and just going off. I mean, he's got so many cameos with, like, Chris Rock yeah, and yeah. Will Ferrell Ben Affleck and Jason Lee, like Matt Damon, like it's insane how many people are in this movie. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, I just Mallrats would be for me, but I could see, yeah, I wouldn't say Dogma, 
um, as the first one. I would say that maybe second or third. Maybe third. Yeah. I think you have to understand why he directs the way he does and the the way he does stuff before you jump into something like Dogma. Even Red State. Red State is so left field for him. It was so weird. Dude, Red State sounds like a documentary. Red State is creepy. Yeah. Like I, I, if you have plenty of time in the world to watch something really messed up, I'd watch Red State. Okay. It's on the list now. But I really want to see Moose Jaws, and hasn't even been made yet. So. God, that's gonna be. Like, <laughs> I just think about like Sharknado and some of that type type of stuff when I hear I hear that. Like, I want to see like someone in low brush area <laughs> and all of a sudden all you see is like the horns of the moose pop up and all you kind of like your yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of theme going and it's just barreling towards you through the woods oh I want to see that so bad it's funny um, but I also will say this uh, as I'm closing out is if you ever want to read anything Kevin Smith has ever written because he's written comic books he's done Batman 66 meets the Green Hornet He's written for Daredevil with Joe Quesada, who is now the uh, Marvel's chief editor of Marvel Comics. So he wrote Daredevil with him. Uh, he has written for Batman. He has written for Green Arrow. Um, those are the ones off the top of my head that I know he's written for. And his Green Arrow ones, uh, I know people aren't a great big fan of Green Arrow and that's besides the TV show that's out I'm sure that helped now but back then you know, Green Arrow wasn't the guy that people want to go to and to see someone that is really good with his writing to write for Green Arrow I think that encouraged people to go you know, read for him right yeah no that's yeah, that's cool which he created a villain named Onomatopoeia so go look that up <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, well, if you have no other final oh, thoughts, uh, I guess let me uh, ask you, Clark, what has been grinding your gears? Well, so I work at um, a university in North Georgia, um, and like I do the ex- this exact same thing, but I was walking um, from my office to towards campus, and I, live, I work like right, outside, right, right offside of campus in like the finance department, and like, I, I just look over at, at the bus stop. And there's probably 20 kids over there. Um, 19, I, was like, I, was, I just stopped. And I was like, let me just count. And 19 of them were looking at their phone. Like they're all, I mean, they're all like right beside each other, looking at their phone, um, and not not like acknowledging the other person, not talking to anybody around them. Um, the, I guess the 20th person was just standing there staring, but there was no like communication back and forth. <clears throat> now I do the same thing. I mean I. I get it. Sometimes I just don't want to talk, right? And oh, yeah. I think that, you know, you can take a Myers-Briggs test and you don't got to take that test to know if you're like an introvert or an extrovert. But um, I heard the other day that like if you're, an, if you're an introvert, you may like being around people, but the way to know is really simple. All you have to do is know how do you recharge, right? So if you're around a lot of people all day and you just like at night just to, like you feel more like yourself and you recharge by being alone you're an introvert if you're if you recharge by being around people like you you hate being alone or you're okay with it but you know you're around people's how you recharge i need to be around i need to be at the party i need to be around people then you're an extrovert so so i get it i understand understand but like 
Come on, guys. You guys need to put your, put your phones away. Talk to each other. Say something to each other. Communicate. Um, and I guess it's not, not really grinding my gears. It's just an observation. I'm just like, wow. You know, it's crazy. Um, I will say um, it always reminds me of that picture of, I think it's in Japan, where everyone's sitting on a uh, subway or a train or something like that. Every single person's head is just doing this. Yeah. On, like, the, it's literally the entire bus is like that. And again, like, I, I'm, I've, I've done the same thing before. Oh yeah. But tw- I mean, there's like a there's a there's a herd of people. It's like not even I was like not even one of them are acknowledging the other person exists beside them. Mm-hmm. And I just I just, I mean, just think like kind of to the it's getting old theme. Um, like maybe maybe we're old, but I feel like we we'd like say you know talk to the people around us. You know, I feel like it's got to be a, a whatever's after millennial. Like the people who've never had a you know never not had a phone or the internet, right? Yeah. That's all they know. Yeah, it's true. Um, I will say, uh, if one of those people in that little cluster is just listening to our podcast, why not just go like, hey, you ever listen to podcasts before? I got one for you. It's called This is Getting Old. Right. <laughs> okay, so what's grinding your gears? Um, uh, several different things are grinding my gears, but let me just do this one because it literally just happened and it blew my mind that this wouldn't stop working. Um, before we were recording... I was trying to get GarageBand to work, and in the process, it kept saying uh, it's not responding, so I tried to force quit it. Uh, In the process of force quitting, it's saying it uh, will not let me force quit because of, you know, it's active. I'm like, it's not active because it's not working, so I needed to, you know, close so I can jump in here and close it, just period. And then it wasn't doing anything. So I'm like, all right, well, I need to reboot my computer. So I hit restart, and it says, we cannot close or reboot your computer because GarageBand is open. I'm like, it's not supposed to be open because I'm trying to close. (laughs) It was literally like a 10-minute freakout I was having because what the heck was that technology? Oh, my gosh. So I actually had to hard boot the computer from the actual push button. Oh, my gosh. I could not believe it took that much like dealing with that it's funny it's like it was it's like that it's a cycle right like it it wouldn't boot because it because you couldn't close it but you couldn't close it because it wouldn't reboot it's like um <laughs> like fat bastard right didn't he say um in austin powers he's like i can't stop eating i eat because i'm unhappy and i'm unhappy because i eat it's a vicious cycle that's true and he also said, what the, I didn't have any corn. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so now we can do an Austin Powers episode now. Oh, God. That'd be Okay. Cool. I know there's a fourth one coming out eventually. I mean, we, we think that. We don't know, do we? That's what Mike Myers said. And I when know. When Mike Myers God. is encouraged, it seems to happen. I, I mean, he made love guru for cripes sakes. <laughs> I always think of um, Law & Order SVU when I watch that one. You know why. I'm not going to talk about it. Okay. Um, so I guess that leads us into the point where I say thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, thank you, everybody, for giving us a shot and getting out there and putting out more episodes. Um, I don't know if this one or the duck episode is coming first. It depends on what I think is uh, easier to edit, and I'll put it out there right away. Um, I will say that we've been, we are now above 28. We're at 28.1 plays per episode. 
I'm like, wow. Yeah, I really appreciate that, everybody. I really do. And, and that's not being sarcastic whatsoever. We're, we want to get to 30 before December. If we get to 30 before December and we, then we can start blowing up all the holiday stuff, then I'm really amped and ready to go. Yeah, it's super exciting. We, I mean, we couldn't be more thrilled that you guys are actually listening to what we're doing because it's fun for us. We like doing it, but, you know, it, it's a whole different level when people enjoy what you're doing. Yeah, and... Honestly, we can only post on Facebook so much, or on Twitter, or on Instagram, or on Discord. Uh, we can only do so much to reach out to you. It's really uh, something that we need your help. Uh, simply, what do we need to do to encourage the listener to tell someone else about us? Um, is it something that we need to adjust, or alter, or give you incentive? Um, the other day, I'll shout your name out, uh, Kenny Belgrave. Uh, I was communicating with him the other day, and I mentioned the podcast. Now, I've, he's, he's been friends with me on Facebook. He's probably seen my posts, but never really put two and two together to just click it, listen to something. And I was talking to him the other day. I told him, you know, yeah, we're doing a podcast. It's about nostalgic kind of things, and uh, we also do, you know, different topics that are more modern and everything like that. But really, we're more a nostalgia-driven podcast. And he's like, oh, you know, let me, uh, let me go look at it real quick. You know, I'm yeah. big on nostalgia. And honestly, after the first half of the top ten episode of Favorite Movies, he calls me and goes, all right, so let me just give you my thoughts. So he immediately is just giving us feedback and everything like that. And he, I know he listened to some other things as well, and I really appreciate that. And it, it made me realize word of mouth means so much. Yeah, but if your feedback is that Clark guy's an idiot, like, don't tell me, tell John that, and then maybe he'll sugarcoat it for me. I don't know. Yeah, but, but honestly, word of mouth means so much. So if you could just tell somebody, hey, really? I've been listening to this podcast. Really? Would you be interested in listening to This Is Getting Old? And then give them an episode that you find the most enjoyable. I know uh, Top Ten seems them? to be our go-to as well as our restaurants episode, that seems to be our most played episode. Which is strange like, to me, but that's, hey, it is what it is. That's, thanks for listening if, to it. If, if favorites is something that you want to hear more often, let us know, really, because obviously it's been played quite a bit, and if that's the case, we'll try and pull out more top ten episodes. I know one that we have down the pipe is um, top ten worst movies, but that we love. You know, kind of like a guilty pleasure kind of movie. Yeah. Although some may say that some of mine were so bad that they had to fit in that category, but that's that's neither here nor there, Ashley. <laughs> Just that kidding. Swordfish wasn't that bad. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but if you want to find any of our previous episodes, please go to gettingoldpod.com. That way you can find all of our previous episodes. You can find our subscribe link which you just subscribe to the uh, website you get all the notifications when we get a new update or a new episode on the uh, website simple as that you can also find our Amazon link on there um, I know it's coming close to that holiday season and I'm sure a lot of people are buying on Amazon all you have to do is click that link and we actually get a kickback from Amazon for you just buying something like you would any other time yeah, it didn't really it didn't cost you anything else. It's just go go through our portal basically and mm -hmm. do your normal your normal stuff, and you're supporting the podcast. 
Yeah, and we really appreciate that. Uh, you can also find us at our Facebook group at This Is Getting Old, and we've been getting a lot of feedback recently about every episode, and we're loving it. Uh, so if um, people can go to that website and, or I'm sorry, that Facebook group, and just you know, give us suggestions, give us comments, whether you want to be that, on it. Whether you want to be on a future episode or you want to just give us a suggestion for a future episode, you know, hit us up on the Facebook group. And then one final thing is we're trying to get a segment going for reading your emails on the podcast. So if you want to send us an email, whether it's a question for Clark or myself or a f you know, just anything in general, want to talk about anything, uh, send us an email and we will read it on the podcast. And if you want to be, if you want to be on the podcast, let us know. We'd love to have yeah, have have some guests on. We, um, God, I can't remember the last episode we had guests on, but it was definitely in the before we hit the double digits. Uh, it was well before that. I think the last one was Sam. Okay, so nightmare. I think it was Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. And before that, there was but only one or two before that. We had Noob on YTV, and we had Alex on uh, toy commercials. But I know I have three people lined up. I just gotta work on scheduling. Okay. And one of them is your wife. <laughs> so you work on that one. Um, I, I'm just we're we're, uh, we're kind of talking. We're talking about Harry Potter. We're going to talk about Harry Potter. And I don't know anyone who knows more about Harry Potter who's read all the books multiple times and seen all the movies more times than she can count. Um, she'd be a great guest. And she, you know, I'm hoping to listen to some Audible episodes of that before we jump into that, so I can get a nice little recourse. What you could do read is read the book. The fourth one. I only read through the fourth one. Where in my life do you see time that I can read? While you're driving. While you're driving, comics. right? Can't you have a book like on your knee while you're driving? You're staring at the other knee, maybe? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I've seen my dad do that with a newspaper when I was a kid, so I'm frightened by that. Well, that, yeah, that's not very uh, kosher these days. This has been Getting Old. Old. In Love Guru, didn't he say... Um, Mariska Hargitay all the time. Wasn't it like Mariska Hargitay? And she was she's the she's the main actress for um in SVU, Law and Order SVU. And then didn't she actually walk up to him and he's like Mariska Hargitay, but it's actually her? I don't know. I'm trying to remember. I've only seen Love Guru once. You didn't even finish it? I could I, I saw it all I seen it all the way through. I couldn't I think the worst movie I've ever seen was um The Village. I couldn't, we, we, me and my wife were like, should we leave? Should we walk out? Oh, I guess I should stop recording. Should